Greetings, everyone. A very warm welcome to another edition of the Hubdo podcast, where we talk with software vendors, subject matter specialists, and end users who share real stories of how to do more on HubSpot. I'm your host, Pete Nichols. I'm in Copenhagen in Denmark, and I'm joined today by Mark Tanner. Mark, g'day, mate. Where are you? Hello, everybody. Hello, Pete. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I am here in a very grey and rainy and a bit, bit cold and miserable Sydney. This is not the brand that Sydney likes to uh, portray to the world, but um, today it's, it's a bit bleak. But um, no, I'm down here uh, in cold, cold Sydney, but getting, getting excited about Inbound, mate, and, and seeing you in sunny Boston in, in, in a week or two. Looking forward to that. We'll turn the sunshine on, and uh, and yeah, don't don't let anybody know that it rains in Sydney because it's it's always perfect. <laughs> yeah, just stick with the with the brochure and with with the demo. Uh, for our listeners, Mark Tanner is the co-founder and chief operating officer of Quilla, leads the go to market and the operations teams, and you've been there for about eight years, Mark. Uh, before that, uh, you were at Google in Sydney uh, and in New York, and mostly working on the product partnerships and on the Android and search teams. And before that, if I recall, you were leading go-to-market in Australia for an ebook startup. So tons of experience. And um, I'll also say that we're delighted to include Quilla on the Hubdo marketplace so that people can do more on HubSpot. Hooray. And our topic for today is creating a modern sales experience with Quilla and HubSpot. Now, if I read, I read the blurb, what, what Quilla is, folks don't, uh, don't know. Quilla is described as the best way for sales and marketing teams to create amazing and unique sales experience for the experiences for their buyers via beautiful interactive web pages that can be automatically generated from HubSpot. Now, if proposal software companies were members of Gilligan's Island, I think uh, Ginger would have to go to Quilla because Quilla is <laughs> just beautiful. Um, let's, let's jump in, um, help us out here first. We'll look at Aquila before we get too much into HubSpot side, Mark, what type of customers are an ideal fit for Aquila and then maybe who isn't a fit? Yeah. So, so typically for us, we work with, um, to be honest, a, a pretty broad range. I, I think, as you know, like when we started out at Aquila, we really started out in the sort of the S of the SMB and have been sort of moving up market towards handling bigger and bigger deals. So. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, very early on, we were doing sort of freelance slash prosumer people. We still have a bunch of people who use that, like the entry price point for Quilla is, you know, 39 bucks a month per seat type thing. So it's, it's pretty affordable. But I'd say more and more over time, we started to find this. We found a really great niche in, frankly, in marketing agency lands, which sort of, you know, frankly, was part of the path that led us towards HubSpot. The core thesis behind Quilla to some degree is like, we think files suck in the age of the web, like Word, PowerPoint, PDF, are these sort of these sort of bygone relics and that you can't do a whole bunch of interesting web first things. And our thesis here, which is a bit different to others, is like Quilla just actually allows you to, to build like a beautiful functional web page that can operate a bit like a web app and sort of be very interesting on that sort of side. And so that really spoke to, to marketing agencies, right? Like they love to have things that are sort of back in the day before we had built a much more functionality and we were more about like sort of being able to quickly and easily create these sort of, you know, beautiful web pages for your documents. Back in 2016, 2017, 2018, when I first got to know you, like that alone was kind of like, if I can send out my proposal as like a beautiful web page with like video and like the quote block is like interactive and like I can do accept and e-sign all on one page. And, you know, if you're a marketing agency and part of what you sell is like the web and being futuristic and thinking about like the future of, 
of sales and proposals and, and marketing and how you're sort of communicating. I think like there was something compelling there for a lot of people, especially as like they'd been in that HubSpot ecosystem. The revolution around like the digital marketing side had kind of happened. There'd been a lot of like, good stuff that had happened there. And I think there was a move towards like, well, what does sales look like next? And the fact that we were able to sort of produce beautiful web content for your sales collateral and make your sales collateral look as impressive as your website, I think spoke quite nicely to a bunch of people in that sort of space. And then to be honest, like we've sort of had this sort of steady march up from there. And really like our sweet spot these days is is sales teams of about, you know, I'd say five to 50 is like, is our sort of, is our real sort of, you know, sweet spot. We've got teams, you know, seats in, in well into the hundreds and we've got lots of people who still have one seat as well, but predominantly, you know, sales teams of, of, you know, five, 10, 20, 40 people. And they, you know, not only do they get the benefits of having these like, you know, beautiful interactive, you know, web pages, but you then start moving into a realm as we sort of lean more towards the HubSpot side of content automation. Like how do you, you know, I want to have, you know, templated sales process. I want to make sure everything is being sent out is looking great, having the right sales enablement tools. Quill has a little bit of digital asset management sort of features built into it. But then also like, as you do that, how can I then like pull all that into HubSpot so my reps can quickly create this thing? It pulls in all the right, you know, the products, you know, pricing information from HubSpot, all the tokens in, creates a unique URL. I send that out and then we can do a whole bunch of, I'll stop there, but like we can do a whole bunch of cool stuff inside HubSpot itself and, and whatever else. And I think that that sort of space of how you help sales teams across like this, like the twin pillars we think about all the time in terms of like what modern sales teams care about is like efficiency and efficacy. And so efficiency, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things in there, but can you make your team more efficient, faster, you know, more throughput, you know, be able to handle more deals at the same time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And like efficacy has lots of things, parts of it too, but really kind of comes down to like, can you meaningfully measure and improve the win rate over time? And there's just so much stuff that Quilla can do on both of those areas. And we just sort of try to help sales teams, you know, get better at both those areas and sort of get a real insight into that sort of, that sort of middle part of the funnel. Moving from that document uh, environment to really em- embracing digital. And yeah, I've seen how the companies that produce websites or anything that's a visual of a nature seem to be the earliest uh, first adopters who see here's a way to make our proposals as beautiful as the products that we we make. And it kind of goes from there, but uh, it also brings in that efficacy and the efficiencies. As you've said, the the size of the company doesn't matter so much. There is a typical size of, of uh, as low as one, but up to say 50 people in a sales team. What are the common mistakes when you see uh, folks adopting Quiller or they start throwing questions in, can it do this, can it do that, or we can't make it do this? Where do people generally get it wrong or, or misunderstand things? That's a really great question. There is a bit of a mind shift when you come in and work in Quiller is like, you're creating web pages. So like, you know, if you've come from an org that's been like all of your documents are in Microsoft Word or in or in PowerPoint or in PDF or whatever else, and that, that's the environment you know, there's a whole bunch of reasons why the, those file formats suck in the web, right? And, and so... Part of it is that they're not mobile responsive, so they're not mobile friendly. And like, you know, we know from inside Quilla's data, like of first views of Quilla pages, 52% of all first views. And this is like, you know, hundreds of thousands to millions of documents created per month, like millions to tens of millions of views per month, like more than half of first views of a document are on mobile. 
and we include like tablets in that, but like, you know, but like or on that sort of file format. So that sort of format and like PDF and PowerPoint and like, frankly, a bunch of other like our competitors in this space were sort of PDF in the cloud. It's just a rubbish experience. Now, like if you look at it over total views rather than first view, it does decrease a bit, but it's still like around 40% of all views are on mobile. And if you're designing for mobile, like if you try to perfectly replicate what your PowerPoint deck looks like, you won't necessarily, you kind of need to recognize that it is slightly, a slightly different format. And so I would say that sometimes when we get into an org, you'll find people who work in sales enablement or in marketing, et cetera, who've like gotten used to doing this sales collateral as like PowerPoint decks, like pitch decks and things like that. And they come into Quiller and they're like, oh, but I can't, it's, it's not PowerPoint. It doesn't sort of work exactly this. Like, no, no, because it's, it's mobile responsive and all that sort of stuff. And as people get into, and what we tend to find is in every modern marketing org these days, there's always people who, you know, who like own the marketing site. And if you can get any of them involved in the process, they start to be like, oh, whoa. So like we can actually, we can do this and we can actually reuse these assets from our website or we can put in video or actually, couldn't we have like a lead form embedded here? And like, yes, you can. Or couldn't you embed like a Calendly here? A big thing for like reps at the moment is, if you've got a proposal out or some other document that you want someone to accept and e-sign and pay for or whatever, the best thing they can do is accept it. The second best thing they can do is go to your Calendly and book time for another call. And again, like little embedded widgets and functional things like that. And once you get those people who are a little more webby into the conversation, and look, some, some people just kind of get it and it's natural and it's easy. But I would say that is like one of the things that sometimes people come to because again, like our whole thesis and our whole bet here, like the thing we bet the entire company on back in the day was like over time, like files are actually going to go away and we will be effectively sending things that are just, you know, not just like, you know, half web pages, half file. It'll be like, no, no, it's just like, it's just the web. And, you know, all the functionality and cool stuff you can do on the web will just be available for anyone regardless of technical ability and design ability as well. That's a really good, cool takeaway, I think, there, uh, Mark, and I hadn't really thought of it this way before, is that uh, when you think of how the web used to be, that you pretty much had to be on a desktop because the mobile experience was just terrible. You're shrinking and zooming, trying to see the page. And uh, today, if you're sending out PDF files or using Microsoft Word and so forth, you're essentially forcing a user to have that old PC-only experience, whereas they're probably looking at their document. Yeah, that's... That's a great takeaway, I think, of why a mobile responsive document, which is Quiller as a web page, uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, what I want to get into next then is we're talking about combining it with HubSpot. Now, HubSpot keep packing more and more features in, including the custom quoting capability, so you can produce quotes and so forth, and uh, um, HubSpot would call it proposals uh, of a sort straight out of the tool. So let's clarify for people, how, how far can HubSpot go? How Quiller-like is it? If people want to get the benefits like you've described, where really adding Quiller to HubSpot is one plus one equals three. Yeah. So I think that, I think like, I think HubSpot's doing the right strategy here, which is they're taking the kind of the bottom, most basic version of this and, and making it sort of relatively simply available for for, 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 for free, he says in air quotes, because it's, you know, obviously paid, but like part of a package sort of effectively sort of bundling that in. And, 
you know, we see lots of people who start there, who start with that, that HubSpot quotes feature and then are kind of like the output's like really ugly, which it is, or like it's not, we don't get any analytics coming back. We're not sort of able to sort of track and measure and, and optimize and sort of A-B test against this templated approach versus this one. It works wonderfully well inside the HubSpot ecosystem. But if you want to do an integration to like push, do any workflows that go outside that. So like for us on our team, you know, our customer success team, Trello or Asana, or you might be doing stuff with like more complex stuff like Gainsight or Churn Zero or whatever else. But it's like, once the deal is accepted, not only do you want to push data back to HubSpot, but you might also want to push it to like QuickBooks and Zero, and also push data out to like Gainsight and then also create a card for someone on Trello to be like, you know, go and do something like that. And like, there's this ecosystem of cloud-based tools that, that we all operate in today. And one of the wonderful things about having web pages is you can push and pull data between multiple sources, whereas files are inherently kind of like dead ends for data. Like what HubSpot's doing, you can create a page, you can send out a URL for it. Like, you know, it's it's an okay first step and you can sort of, you can now like, you know, do basic e-sign for it as well. I, I'm pretty sure, or you can have some sort of thing on that side. They're taking what is basically a pretty basic quotes product and like making it like materially better. And I think they're sort of, rising tide lifts all boat. I think they're sort of introducing more people to like this idea of like, hey, you don't have to send proposals as like a PDF attachment. You can send it as a URL. Everyone is like very comfortable with that these days. And I think as they sort of do more and more of that, some companies like in commodities spaces, like we had someone recently come in who was like, they, they do like, they sell like sand and concrete and bricks and stuff like that. Guess what? You don't need to have the most unbelievable, beautiful, interesting proposal on that side, what are you gonna have like a video of like, I don't know, bricks, <laughs> like, you know, so it's sort of like, you know, for that stuff, you kind of don't, and look, there was wonderfully a marketing manager who was very enthusiastic about Quiller and you know, would you believe it didn't close? But, um, but you know, I think I think that if, if you are an industry that is, you know, has a templated sales process that you care about how you look to your clients, you wanna build, like what we, we keep thinking about is like this, a really genuinely excellent sales experience for your buyer where they can, you know, like again with with HubSpot's quoting thing, it's it's very much about like a basic, you know, whatever, like one paragraph of like summary. Here's the price. Here's an accept functionality. Whereas with Quilla, you can build out these web pages that are like, you know, really as as big and as deep and as as variable as you would like. And so you know, we have things like interactive like ROI calculators where they can like play around with numbers and figure things out and so say, hey, what's my return on investment going to be? You can have like interactive like pricing plans. Say, hey, I you know I want the bronze, silver, gold. I want the silver plan. Oh, and you quote me for forty seats. But I actually need forty four and change that and you know update all those sort of things on that sort of side. And then you but you also do stuff where it's just like this is really simple. But you know like if you go and if you've done a demo earlier with with someone and you recorded the Zoom call or you, it was recorded on Gong or any other sort of modern tool like that, you can just grab the link to that video and embed it in the Quiller page. And fold it away neatly so it doesn't dominate the page, but you can just sort of have this little button that says, you know, our, our demo our, our demo recording from this date. If someone new comes into the deal, like let's say if the CFO or, or like some other person who's like a stakeholder but didn't join the demo, but also kind of wants to know what the hell is going on, they can just click on that, see that video, oh, watch that video. And, and similarly, you can do other, you know, other you can link off to other Quiller pages, other parts of your website, but you can kind of have this experience that is a much more, sophisticated, modern sales experience, we really do think about it as like, how are you, you know, the, 
from the demo, like from this like call that you're on through to close, there's it's having this sort of hub for all the asynchronous bits of like content and collateral and what are the other things you want that that sort of customer to learn about. And like there are some industries where that that whole idea just doesn't matter. I'm picturing selling sand with uh, with like you know the fans blowing and the hands going and uh, yeah it's uh, and they're getting sand, sand in their eyes and yeah <laughs> yeah and then that marketing guy is like uh, yeah out out but uh, I think you've you've uh, you've described really well that you have a fundamental functionality in the HubSpot product which you'd expect but uh, let me pick out a few of the things that you said there which I think I've seen this in um, in actual opportunities where the customer really wants to see the analytics of uh, who's looking at this thing. Are they opening my proposal? Mm. And, uh, and also to then improve some of those stats of, of whether those proposals are closing, let's add an ROI calculator or let's put in the pricing table, the ability for the customer to choose the gold, silver or bronze options and give them that choice before they sign some of those things that, uh, are the, the add-ons that, uh, HubSpot's ecosystem really is, is there for bring in Quilla. Uh, and then of course that third piece of uh, HubSpot's not the only game in town in terms of the technology, the customer probably has a zero and a bunch of other things in their tech stack. Uh, so all of that leads to add-ons. I'm going to put you on the spot now, Mark, let's find some more real examples because we had the sand and the concrete one. So uh, can you think of where, uh, and ideally it would be Quilla and HubSpot together, but some yeah. real examples of where customers had a, a great result in terms of value by uh, putting Quiller in. Yeah, for sure. And so, so we've, we've got a few, a few different ones here that I sort of, uh, I, I, I've been thinking about over the last few days and, and I, it, it, Pete, Pete was very kind and prepped me for this question early. Uh, I did warn you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Give me some real stories, Mike. Yeah. I think for us, there's, there's a few different ones. So I, I, I've got one large one and one small one. So, so one is, one is this, this, this very large multinational um, events company. And so they, they run, they're, they're UK based, but they've got events they run across Europe and across the US. And I think actually they've also maybe got some of their sort of a small office in Singapore, but, um, but they have about uh, six different brands uh, that run these events and, and and for these events, they have a whole host of different things that they sort of use Quilla for. So you can imagine there's, there's a zone where they are using Quilla for, for in a sort of relatively normal proposal sort of space in terms of like sponsorships in terms of like, Hey, we're trying to get some sponsors for this. And you have this sort of, you know, relatively normal sales process where you're pitching people and you're sort of showing these videos of here's what the conference was last year. And, and here's how we do this. And you can spot, you can be a platinum sponsor or a diamond or this, you know, all this and having all this sort of interesting tiered pricing information there and being able to sort of have like, even for, they also have this, they can, they can embed a, um, they have like a 3d visualization tool that sort of shows like what your booth will look like and for um, different sort of tiers. And they can embed that inside the Quiller page because it, it's just a, it's a hosted, you know, iframe embed type sort of situation. And so they can sort of do a whole bunch of interesting things like that on the proposal side. They also then use Quilla for conference attendees. And so you can say, hey, you know, once you bought your ticket, hey, let's send out, it's basically like a personalized web page now because you can create, once you have a Quilla account, you can create as many Quilla pages as you want. So each conference attendee gets their own, you know, personalized Pete at Hubdo gets his own personalized page saying, hey, Pete, we're really excited to have, you know, you and the team from Hubdo come to conference XYZ. And then it sort of has sort of, you know, some sort of info on there 
And because all those pages are live, they can update that as the as the it gets closer to the conference. So it can say, hey, you know, add in sponsor logos, add in this, that, and the other. And then after the event, the same link, they can drop in videos to be like, hey, here are the recordings from the main keynote session, or here's the recording from this or that or the other. A bunch of like really interesting stuff. And again, they can track the analytics to see who's opening it, who's watching it, who's sort of doing this and that, you know, being actively involved. So they kind of know who is a, you know, a great person to reach back out to next year and so on and so forth. That's very clever. On that sign-up side, they're giving a very rich experience visually and, uh, and all of the options there for sponsors to choose the type of package that they're most interested in. And I can see right there the, the booth that, that comes from that, that choice. Uh, and then what sounds like a customer hub where, yeah, you've got pre-event, at-event and post-event information uh, for that, that customer experience. And we know what customer experience is a biggie. And uh, I, I, again, I hadn't really thought of Quilla so much in that role either, frankly. That's a really innovative use of Quilla beyond the initial sale of signing up the sponsor uh, out to the individual person as well. To, to go to the to sort of the, the, to a smaller example of another sort of power user, again, we landed very much with, with the founder of this marketing agency. He'd been sent a Quilla page by someone else and was like, oh, how did you do this? And came to our site and, you know, that I booked a demo, et cetera, et cetera. Like they wanted to have basically, they were they were a digital like marketing agency that was moving towards doing more and more sales consulting and, you know, very much in the sort of HubSpot ecosystem, not exclusively, but, but sort of of that sort of space. And so they started doing, they sort of were like, well, we, we want, we're digital, right? Like we, that is our whole thing. We, we don't want to be sending out PDFs anymore. We don't want to be using InDesign or blah, blah. And so they thought Quilla could best represent their brand. And I think they very much used us initially for like, just because we were web pages and we looked nice, um, we were the Ginger Rogers of the of the of the story, and, and uh, I don't want to be the Gilligan. I'll tell you that much. But anyway, so um, so we were we were going along, and I think, but I think they then sort of realized, oh, actually, we can actually do some interesting automations here, and because we work with HubSpot's like you know native automations thing, again, once a proposal gets accepted. They then have these account managers who are going to manage various things. They also use Slack heavily. So it's like, okay, well then if this happens there, then ping this on Slack immediately that, hey, this deal has been accepted. You know, first of all, woohoo, deal has been accepted. But then it gets it gets triggered also with, with another thing. So like, you know, hey, here are the tasks, you know, created in HubSpot for so-and-so of the account management team to go and take this and, and do these sort of next steps. They can go and look at the proposal exactly and be like, oh, okay, they've been offered this, this, this. Oh, and they also selected the advanced onboarding package. Or Sorry, that's not what it's called, but like, you know, they selected this other thing as well. And so they can start to sort of immediately have full context in that piece. They then also did the same thing with their finance team to sort of make sure that they got a push across there and they use zero. So that sort of automated that flow. But then like they started doing it so that they were like, okay, so we, we use it for the sales part initially. And then we're using it for like this account management part. And then the account managers also, they just use Quilla for their like, ongoing updates and again it's just a web page builder you can drop in whatever content or you know stuff you want and then they started using it for recruiting as well so they had one hr person on team who was like well why can't i use this to like create my job ads and then also when i'm sending information out to candidates that sort of info about us i I just i would rather do a simple web page than some sort of you know complicated thing on this sort of site and it was just this sort of interesting thing of everywhere where they communicate externally they have all of their assets and all their design and all the default things inside quilla to, to you know that like quilla has these rules around 
what are our brand fonts? What are our brand colors? What's our logo? You know, blah, blah, blah. And so everyone can sort of start from scratch and build something quite quickly that looks very on brand. I think there's a really good example of being a marketing agency. They started with uh, visually wanting to just look, look the part. And uh, I guess you've got to go with the problem that people know they have. And then once they see a tool that approaches things in a different way, then the thinking opens up into, you know what, we could use it for this thing and that thing and, and get so much more value out of it. So I think both of those are really good examples of uh, what you, you would really struggle to do with HubSpot on its own. And here's a, a, a great instance of um, the, the larger events company and the smaller agency. Let's let's wrap it up with those two. Uh, we'll, uh, I know we're going to chat over beers uh, when we get to, to inbound on uh, on all things uh, Quiller and uh, and otherwise. So let me just uh, mention for for listeners uh, some some tips that could help. I've got links to a SaaS buyer experience report of how the buying uh, process is changing and SaaS companies uh, having success there. With, with Quilla and also the proposal lookbook because I, I do quite often have folks say, well, um, I really want to see examples of other proposals, but uh, it's always like you show me yours, I'll show you mine kind of thing. Like, nobody wants to show 100%. you their own proposals. <laughs> they just want to see the other proposals. Uh, so the lookbook, uh, you got some great examples in there. I'll put the links in the show notes and uh, as well as a link to your blog and uh, your Twitter feed and your LinkedIn connection so folks can reach out to you. So, um, Mark, I'll just wrap it up here and say th thanks very much for your time. My pleasure, Pete. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, and folks, if you're at Inbound, come and, come and say hi to Pete. Come say hi to me. We're going to be around. It, it would be lovely to see, see some folks and have some chats and, and, uh, and, and Pete, hopefully go for some beers as well. Absolutely. Be sure to do it. All right, I'll see you there in a couple of weeks. Um, thanks, Mark. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in.